Hi, everyone, and welcome to And That's My Two Cents podcast. I'm Catherine Tereski, and today I'm going to tell you why I think you should declutter your life. Decluttering is something that I've started doing, and since my last two episodes were on the law of attraction, this is something that kind of ties into that. Therefore, this is perfect timing for me to do this episode. So decluttering is really more than just getting rid of things in a space. It can go beyond that and into such things as removing yourself from social media, something like that, or like removing yourself either all together or even just temporarily. So there's ways to declutter your digital life as well and not just your physical surroundings. Now decluttering is not just for aesthetics either and the appearance of your home or space being organized and put together but it's actually helpful to your mental state and your overall well-being. And when I say that I mean because there is actually science behind this in that disorganization and clutter can actually induce a cortisol response that can impact your mental health in a negative way and in turn could therefore have a negative effect on your physical health as well. So you definitely want to declutter your life. Now the easiest for me and I've done this many times is I'll just grab a garbage bag and I'll walk from room to room to see what the heck I can throw in it and I will fill that bag up and then literally take it out to the trash. This is easy for me but I'm sure for most it is very challenging but it's actually important too. So look at what you have, what you actually need to keep and what you can get rid of. Now throw whatever it is you can get rid of into that bag. Of course, if there is anything there that you could give away or donate, then I recommend doing that. But maybe put those items into a separate pile or anything that can be recycled as well. Make sure to recycle those items too. So here's a real life issue with this process and this is the only issue I can come up with because I'm a total fan of decluttering. But Sometimes I throw out something that I haven't needed or should I say haven't used in years and guess what like no sooner does that end up in the trash I'm actually looking for that item like Murphy's Law but don't let my honest stories about this deter you from decluttering because I still do this process regardless of that I think the benefits totally outweigh that possibility and of course it's not every single item that that happens with it's kind of like thank goodness my kids don't listen to this podcast because any moms listening or dads I should say as well uh, who may have decluttered their children's room might be able to relate to this little story but I have many times thrown out things that my kid has not used I swear to God in years not touched it not asked for it it's just sat there collecting dust for years and the second I throw that out or give it away or donate it or sell it in a garage sale or however I got rid of it they're looking for it. It's like, are you kidding me right now? You have not touched that thing in years. And now you're saying, hey, mom, where's my whatever? As a good mom does, or a bad mom, I don't know which one it is. She says, I have no idea where that went. And I seriously have done that. So I don't know if that's the right way to handle situations like that. And I should have owned up and I should have been honest and fessed up and said that I got rid of it. But I mean, I think I was just caught off guard and in shock that he was even looking for that thing. Anyhow, still would declutter their rooms in a second, in a heartbeat. Now, my kids are all grown up now, so I feel safe to tell this story. And like I said, they don't listen to my podcast anyways. And I would totally own up to this at this point in our lives anyhow. So I just want to reiterate, the benefits far outweigh the risks of you throwing something away that you're going to all of a sudden need that you haven't used in like a decade. Now, when going around with your garbage bag, don't forget to take a look inside your closet because sometimes it's that old saying out of sight out of mind and you forget
forget to open those doors and look inside and you could actually get rid of some of that stuff as well. See if there is anything in there and then get rid of it too. If you don't want to tackle your entire home like I was talking about and if that sounds too overwhelming then just start with one room or just start with one closet something like that. Then see how it makes you feel. If you feel really good in that space after you've done it then hey move on to another room and do it space by space if needed. It might actually make you feel relieved and a little bit lighter. I know I do when I declutter a space. So try making a checklist too if you want. Sometimes that can help to get you started and it can also help keep you on track so you can see your progress and then you can go little by little if you need to. I also read somewhere that if you have difficulty with this then try the one a day challenge and what that is is you throw one thing out each day. So just one thing and then think about it. By the end of a year you'll have thrown out 365 things. Don't forget that the less you have also means that there is less for you to clean too. So I think that's a win-win. Now with the law of attraction which I talked about in my previous episodes decluttering is something that is effective at bringing things into your life. So if you've listened to those episodes you'll understand what I'm kind of saying here. So from my understanding when you're trying to manifest something into your reality you need to make space for it. So you need to start making room for whatever it is that you've requested. And with decluttering you have eliminated a lot of noise or should I say even negativity as you are now in a more relaxed environment and a more peaceful space that you can feel better about things and therefore it will increase that vibration that I mentioned for creating. Now let's talk a bit about the digital world or your digital life shall I call it. You really should declutter that too. So take a look at your phone and your computer and delete everything there that doesn't serve you or things that just take up space or things that you no longer use and clean that up as well. I recently did that and deleted so many apps on my phone it actually felt great. I even shut off my social media notifications. So my phone no longer annoys me every time someone who maybe hasn't posted something in a little while posts something or notifying me of direct messages. I'll get to that when I get to it. And it's actually been quite amazing because I'm no longer constantly looking at my phone. Now that said, I do have some notifications on still, specifically and most importantly for the podcasts I've subscribed to. And well, of course, text messages, weather alerts, those types of things I still have set up. I just shut off the social media noise specifically. Now, most phones uh, to do this will even show your apps in a list based on usage. So if you haven't used something in a long time, then I suggest you uninstall those and even uninstall things that you have used, but maybe not too often. Decide if it's something you really need to keep or not. And if you don't really need it, and I mean really need it, then hit that uninstall option. Then once you've deleted what you no longer need or want, then you should take a bit of time to kind of reorganize whatever you've got left. So move those apps around into maybe a better order that is easy for you to find things, whether that be based on what you use the most being on the first screen of your apps, or if you prefer to uh, arrange them like by color, so kind of color coded, whatever makes your digital life easier. By being able to find what you need quickly and easily, 
easily, that will actually free up some of your screen time looking, possibly not getting you distracted by another app when you're searching for the one that you wanted. And I'm totally guilty of that. So you get to what it is that you wanted and and get done what it is you needed to get done and then turn off your device faster than you would have before you decluttered and organized your phone. Decluttering even goes as far as decluttering your calendar. So to do that, just start saying no to things that you don't have time for or that aren't necessary and try reducing your commitments to free up some time in your life. That's another kind of decluttering. Keep in mind that living in a cluttered environment can actually add stress and anxiety to your life. It can make you feel kind of lost or overwhelmed and can clutter your brain, therefore affecting your mental health. So decluttering can actually make you feel better. It can make you feel more in control. It can make you feel more relaxed, maybe calmer and even happier. So in my opinion, you should do it. And since decluttering and organization go hand in hand, I have a special guest with me who is one of the best organizers I know, and she is joining me today to give you some of her advice on how to go about organizing a space. I know she's a great organizer because I'm friends with her parents, so I've seen some of her work firsthand. She is 11-year-old Danica. Danica, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me on your podcast. So why don't you tell my listeners your easy, simplified way to organize a space since I've seen some of your work, like I said, and you are a pro already at just 11 years old. The first thing you should do is to take everything out. If you don't take everything out, you won't see everything you have. And if you don't see everything you have, it won't look so clean. So take everything out. Make categories. If you don't make categories, you'll feel so overwhelmed and it'll just be too much. If you don't take everything out and put it into categories, you'll be lost. But with categories, you won't be as lost. Backstock. Backstock is an important thing because if you have too much of one thing and too little of the other things, backstock helps with that problem. It creates an equal balance of things. If you're organizing a pantry or something like that, you need a backstock. If you don't know what backstock is, backstock is a place to put other things. Like if you have three packs of spaghetti, you put one in your pantry and two in your backstock. So that is what backstock is. Put a big bin in your pantry and put your extra things in your backstock. Keep it that way. The hardest part of organizing is making sure the area you just organized stays organized. It might be hard to keep it the way you want it to be, but if you keep it that way, you won't be as stressed about keeping it the way you want it. As time goes on, you will be used to putting your backpack on a hook and not on the floor. The pros and cons of having bins and labels. Make sure you have the right label. First, the pros of having bins and labels are that it looks so clean and fresh. If you have bins on labels, it'll look like everything has a place and looks so nice. Color coding stuff is also a helpful way to find the item that you are looking for. An example is how stores display their products on shelves. If you go to a store and you go to the paint section, you'll find all the paint cans normally in rainbow order, or stains with stains, pastels with pastels, that sort of thing. So when you're organizing your home, try color coding stuff. Danica is so organized that she even has her little cue cards here that are all color coded. So when she talks about color coding, she doesn't just talk the talk. She actually does that right down to just being prepared for this little uh, special feature on my podcast. Sorry for interrupting you, Danica. Continue on. Cons. If you have labels on bins, you could put the wrong thing in a bin. Also, if you went to the grocery store and bought snacks, you'll need to unpack it all versus putting it in the pantry. The pros and cons of organizing. You're probably surprised that there are cons to organizing, but there are. Pros. When it is all over, you will feel so much better about what you did. 
When you organize, you normally have more space because you throw out so much stuff during the process. Cons. It takes a lot of time, but when it's done, it feels nice. When you have a lot of stuff in a space and you take everything out, it can be very overwhelming. Something I'd like to read is out of the Home Edit book on page 25. It says, doesn't matter if we're organizing a closet, playroom, or refrigerator. Our process always begins with a proper edit. So that's exactly what we're going to start before discussing the needs of specific spaces. Editing is a crucial part of methodology that helps you successfully access your space and all the items it needs to accommodate. And the only way to understand the contents and how best to organize them is to make sure that anything you're about to make look really good is worth your time and energy. Here's how the process looks at a glance. Take everything out of the space you're organizing, and we mean everything. Create groupings by placing like items together so you can see what you're dealing with. Pare down your belongings, getting rid of anything you no longer use or just don't like. This was perfect because once listeners have decluttered and got rid of so many things, then they're going to want to organize what it is that they have left, just like you said. So thank you so much for this, and I'm so impressed with you and your ability to organize at such a young age. You will grow up to be a very successful organizer. I know it. Now, for everyone listening, if you want some helpful books on organizing, then check out the links I have in the show notes, which are a couple of books that are recommended by Danica. Just click on the link, and it will take you to Amazon so you can order one of them or maybe even both. So also with those books that we're uh, linking in the show notes that Danica has recommended, there's one called The Home Edit, and she has just let me know that there's actually a show on Netflix. So there's two seasons of this show. The first season has eight episodes, and the second season apparently just came out on April 1st and also has eight episodes. And like I said, you can get both of those seasons on Netflix. Okay, everyone, that's it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. And hey, remember to do me a big favor and download this episode. Follow me on Instagram at and that's my two cents and share this with your friends and family even. Now join me next time where I'm going to be talking about the NBA. Yes, you heard that right. This next episode is a special request from my biggest fan, Justin. So when my biggest fan wants an episode on the NBA, he gets an episode on the NBA. So don't miss it. Bye, everybody.